The Okie Geek Podcast is brought to you by Okie Comics, a bi-monthly anthology publication showcasing the talents of Oklahoma creators with stories featuring Oklahoma. Copies are available at Half Price Books, Edmund Unplugged, Loot and XP, Boarding House, Paseo Plunge, Museum of Osteology, Commonplace Books, as well as your favorite comic book store and nearest library. You can find out more locations and more information at okiecomics.com. Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 187 of the Oki Geek Podcast, brought to you by Oki Comics. I'm Michael Cross. Well, Halloween is coming up soon, which is a good time to go hunting for some ghosts in Oklahoma. So, who are you going to call? Well, Jeff Provine, of course. Jeff has ghost tours currently going on in Oklahoma City and Norman. Here to talk about it is the one and only Jeff Provine. Jeff, welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. So, ghost tours. Now, mm -hmm. you've been doing this, how long have you been doing this for now? Uh, well, I got started doing ghost tours down at OU when I was adjuncting down there in the English department, uh, 2009. Okay, wow. Yeah. So, 10-year uh, anniversary. 10-year anniversary, wow. <laughs> Are you surprised that it lasted this long? Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I, I'm, ex I'm very surprised that there's so much, which even at the beginning, I only you know, knew the story of the little boy who roller skates around in Ellison Hall, and, <laughs> I, and that's just tip of an unbelievable iceberg. Was it, did it just kind of like dominoes that more you started talking about? Because other people would come and like tell your stories? Or, yeah, yeah absolutely. How'd that work? Uh, well, I mean, you don't meet people and say, hey, I have a ghost story for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, but once you start talking about it, then everybody's got ghost stories. Sure. Uh, which even uh, my mother, uh, this wasn't until I uh, had already finished campus ghost books and was working on the Norman ghost book. And uh, I was just talking to her on the phone while I was getting some pictures. And she said, oh, well, you know, your great, great grandmother used to come back. Oh, and, and like, <laughs> why, why haven't you been telling me this? And yeah, you, know, you just don't talk about these things. And no, no but it's this whole family story about, uh, you know, old frontier wife and uh, would for about six months, uh, you'd, you'd be sitting in the room and you'd smell her perfume and you'd see her and like, yeah, she'd just come back and check on everybody, make sure they're doing all right. Oh my God. And, and so, so was this at the house that you were at at the time? Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of, did that kind of freak you out or did you kind of go, oh, yeah, well, that makes sense. Um, more, it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> which I guess six months was already up by then. So yeah, that's oh, true. No, nothing to be afraid of, which nothing to be afraid of anyway. I mean, in fact, it'd be awesome to see if you can kind of meet her and see, yeah. see what things are like. And is, is that kind of what you try to push when you try to do these tours that it's not about fear? Right. Yeah. Which there's awesome, uh, tours, quote unquote, but like haunted trails and yeah. haunted houses and stuff. Those are great. Uh, but we're more on the storytelling mm -hmm. side. Here's the history of it. Here's the interviews. Like you decide what you want. We do get pretty creeped out from time to time too. Sure. Well, I mean, it, it can be kind of creepy. You're in a, you're in a place that's usually old mm -hmm. um, and, and it has a massive amount of history. How important is that history when you're, when you're telling your story? Uh, well, it depends on the person. Everybody mm -hmm. wants something a little bit different and whole spectrum of folks who would be happy if it was just a historical tour, mm -hmm. uh, all the way over to like, I don't care about what the history of Bricktown is. Just tell me where I can find a ghost. Right. And, I just want to be freaked yeah, out. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we try to make everybody happy and say, well, here's how Bricktown got started and here's where you can go see the ghosts. Yeah. Um, which we have seen some things pop up. Um, really? Yeah. So since the Norman tour started... Uh, at the barbershop where one of the barbers is said to still reappear. Um, we've had five pictures that people have shown me. I don't know if other people have gotten ones too, but there's a man wearing a brown hat and a brown long coat standing in the back watching us. 
Really? Yeah. And those are actual pictures that you've seen? Actual photographs, yeah. Wow. So have you seen anything personally? Uh, well, I face away from it when I'm talking, so I haven't right. really seen anything. But, um, but there have been times where we've been interrupted and somebody's like, hey, something fell over in there. And I'm like, don't tell me these things. Because <laughs> so, I like ghost stories, but I don't, I don't like being in them. It's right. It, it, <laughs> I'm a big scaredy it's cat. A big difference. So, well, that's the thing is, you're, you're, if you're a big scaredy cat, why did you think one would want to do this? Uh, well, one is just because I was shocked that there are so many stories. Mm -hmm. and, and it's always been my goal to get those stories out. So uh, with writing the books and giving the tours, like that's the chance to make this entertaining and get people in and, and tell the bits of history that you don't often get to hear. And did you, did you start, you've done Norman, Oklahoma City, Guthrie. Did you do El Reno as well? Uh, Tanya did. Okay, yeah. that's right. Tanya mm -hmm. was doing that. Okay. Yeah, so I teamed up with Tanya on the Guthrie and Oklahoma City books. And then she had so many stories from El Reno uh, that, you know, go for it. I mean, you, you've got your stuff and there's anything I can do to help. And she's like, no, I got it. So yeah, uh, kind of spun off and in, into her own thing, which is great. And meanwhile, I'm working on a statewide haunted Oklahoma book. So I was going to say there's a lot of stuff in Oklahoma, even though we're a fairly new state, there's mm -hmm. a lot of ghost stories that you can tell. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Which, uh, I mean, when you can do a whole book over just one town, uh, or parts of one town even, yeah. uh, but it's been kind of gathering all the stories and then you got to cut through and see what you can keep and what, what stories happen. So, right. which is very hard. I really want to do like an 800 page book that would just include almost everything. It's a massive coffee yeah. table book that, that has all the ghosts of Oklahoma. <laughs> That's your title right there. All the ghosts of Oklahoma. <laughs> but of course, as soon as you publish it, somebody's going to be like, well, Hey, what about this? Yes. Because there's always more stories, which is fantastic. Yeah. It, it, it would have to be a living document. Um, oh. basically because it would just, I mean, there's always going to be someone who's going to come forward and go, Oh, well I did this. <laughs> and I remember this, or I heard from my, my grandparents about, you know, this one amazing story. So, <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, which just a couple of weeks ago, I was told all about the uh, haunted house in Little Dixie, which I'd never heard of, but there's a house and um, the, she, the lady who owns it used to bring people out. She's such a friendly lady. She's like, yeah, see what happened. And they had clear poltergeist stuff. People would hear sounds. People's names would get called. Uh, one guy was talking, he uh, took a rock and he painted his initials onto it uh, or drew it with a Sharpie mm -hmm. and then threw it in the woods as far as he could. And uh, a few minutes later, the rock came back at him. Oh yeah, and like you know, they were they were keeping an eye on things, making sure nobody was skulking around. But yeah, little Dixie was either yeah. ghosts or Bigfoot. Yeah, they've got a lot <laughs> going on down there, which is great. It is, and it's a it's a freaky area. It's it mm -hmm. because it's 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 mountainous, it's hilly, um, it's dense. Uh, mm -hmm. There are parts that I think are not even still not explored in, in oh, that yeah. area of southwest of southeast Oklahoma. I would agree for sure. And so it can be kind of frightening. Yeah. But everywhere, I mean, you go out to Lawton and you got mm -hmm. the parallel forest and all the crazy stuff going on there. What's the parallel forest? So out in the nature preserve up there by Fort Sill, uh, they have, uh, was a 1930s project where they just painted, uh, planted a whole bunch of cedar trees. And since it was, you know, WPA, they planted them all in rows and so forth. So, right. uh, nothing inherently spooky about that. But once you get into it, it's just super surreal because that's not how forests work. And you just every direction you look in, it's exactly the same four trees uh -huh. and every, yeah, it's super weird. So according to legend, uh, people have used that weirdness energy and gone out there and done satanic rituals and animal sacrifices and so forth. So, and I've got, I've talked to lots of people who swear up and down, like, do not go there after dark. Like people have been out there, I've heard them and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And I've talked to a lot of other people who are like, no, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> well, it, it was just so, because I guess the, this, the, the way it's all symmetrical there, there would, it would, 
it disturbs the mind enough to yeah, where just, you're going to feel things. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very strange. And you hear sounds and, you know, it doesn't bounce like it does in nature. So it's, it's very just, dis- oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the p- paths are clear. You just keep walking in one direction, you'll be fine. But like any turn you take is a mirror of that way that you've been walking before. So if you did take turns, you would never get out. Oh, it's like the Lost yeah. Forest in Zelda. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have to turn exactly right, right, left, yes, to get out. Mm-hmm. That, so so what, are, what, what stories have, we heard, have you heard or, or do you do tours for in Oklahoma City? So Oklahoma City, uh, we start uh, there in Bricktown and talk about uh, uh, Ghost in the Kingman building, uh, Kinney and the Phantom Robber who tried to rob the Kingman Agricultural Implement Company back in the 19-teens, and, and his phantom is apparently still... Uh, at it, they, oh, wow. he appears walking into Yucatan Taco Stand and then vanishes. Uh, we go up uh, a little bit more toward Sheridan there and talk about some uh, ghosts all down that street, which mm-hmm. one I just heard a few weeks ago, uh, the little girl ghost in Abuelos. Really? So, yeah, yeah. they've uh, caught a picture of her too. Um, so Wait a minute, I think I remember something. The Abuelos in, in Bricktown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I used to have a friend who used to work um, at, at Abuelos. When I used to work at, oh, I can't remember, what, uh, whatever the name of that, there was a sports bar there. But yeah, I think I remember hearing something about a little girl that, that some of the waiters and bartenders, when they were closing up late, would, would see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently she hangs out in the basement a lot. And the waitress who was telling me about it said that it, uh, it, sometimes it's very cold down there, which you know it's a basement thing, yeah. but, but it's cold spots, right? So it's certain places. One time she and one of her coworkers went down to go get something and like it was ice cold, like see your breath type stuff. And she said, you know, let's just get out of here. And, this, and the other one said, no, no, she's probably down here. Like, let's take some pictures. And so she snapped a bunch of pictures until finally the other dragged her off. And when they were looking back at the pictures, one of them has this little girl wearing a white dress standing in the corner watching them. Oh, oh, that is yeah. Oh, that is wonderful. That's why I love, I love the, the, the after image. You don't see them when you're doing it. Uh, but the after image is either on, on video or on mm-hmm. audio uh, oh, yeah. where you get the, the, the EVPs that you're just like, um, no one heard that sound. And mm-hmm. yet it's mm-hmm. clear as day on the microphone. Yeah. Yeah. Those are, those are freaky. I love hearing those. Um, so, so, so have you, have you actually had people, uh, you said they've gotten some videos, uh, uh, in Norman, have mm-hmm. you also gotten some of you when you're to your tours in Oklahoma city? Uh, our last stop's up at the Skirvin and, uh, once oh, again, I'm well, facing away yeah. from the building. So, <laughs> and I tell everybody to keep an eye on that 10th floor. And once again, if anything happens, don't tell me, I don't want to hear, I don't want to know about it until it's over. Uh, but yeah, people claim to have seen things looking out and all this stuff, which, mm-hmm. you know, it could be occupied. And, uh, one time we did have this just shadow figure standing there watching us for minutes and minutes and minutes. And then it got up and walked away. So I'm pretty sure it was just some guy. Right. Just happened to be watching. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, what are all these people doing out there? So. But you, but, and so, so you, you go from Abuelo, what, you, what else do you do between Abuelos and, and the Skirvin? Uh, we go around by Myriad Gardens, talk about okay. the Chinese tunnels that used to run in yes. the town. Yeah. Uh, which is Chinese just, district. That yeah. is just an amazing piece of history, regardless right. of ghosts. I mean, the fact that there was an entire community of, of, people from China mm-hmm. who just lived under Oklahoma city, an right. entire community. Yeah. I mean, they estimate upwards of 200 people, but like they're the people who did that study are like, no, there's no way we could have known. Yeah. It's always changing with different people coming in and working and leaving and who knows? Yeah, it was, it was. And, and the, but just the fact that people lived underneath Oklahoma yeah. city. 
<laughs> and and of course because they were they were they came over from the building the railroads mm-hmm. and uh, trying to find a life here. And of course, uh, unfortunately, Oklahoma City was just as racist then sometimes as it can be right now. And yeah. basically said you we, you have no place here. And so they kind of made a community underground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, which is just it, not only is it kind of cool histor- histor- historically, but very uh, fantasy. It's like they're like they're, they're like the drow. <laughs> Um, yeah. So you go there, you go by the Myriad, mm-hmm. and what else do you do? So then we uh, circle around up Broadway and talk about the Wild West days there in old, mm-hmm. uh, what they used to call Battle Row. We had six saloons on one side, five saloons in the jail on the other. And you just kind of made a cycle through them and, as you were goofing around and hanging out, talk about some of the gunfights, uh, and talk about our old bordellos that used to be down there. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you did not go down Broadway. <laughs> yeah, not, not before about statehood. That's how Lincoln used to be, actually. There was a long oh. time when Lincoln used to be the the prostitution row. Yeah. And then they got then they cleaned that up. Of course, that mm-hmm. was also where the Capitol was, and that's probably why. There you go. Yeah, but, how uh, but yeah, that's uh, this is so fascinating. So so then you go to Broadway. Then is that when you go to the Skirvin? Yes. After, yep, after, that'll, okay. that'll, yeah, that'll, how are how are you touring? Are you touring just is it just walking? Yeah, yeah, it's about seven tenths of a mile. So uh we it seems like we cover so much, but since it's just on the edges of Bricktown and downtown. Uh, it's really just a nice little loop. And how long does it take? Uh, it takes about an hour and 15, hour and a mm-hmm. half. Depends on how big a group we have and how many people are walking. And, and how many questions you get. That's always true, yeah. And, and people stick around afterwards and say, hey, this is what happened to me. And See, and that's yeah, how you find is, out more. Oh, yeah. yeah. How, did you, how many people do you usually have in your group? Uh, we actually had to start capping them, yeah. Because oh, uh, it used to be, you know, just, hey, come out. Whoever can make it, and we'll tell some stories. Uh, but we were just having gigantic crowds coming out so now we have to uh, get your tickets beforehand on uh, eventbrite and then then coming out so try to cap everything in about 60 70 people that 60 or 70 mm-hmm. yeah and oh then my, we do two you or guys three tours so much <laughs> yeah amazing yeah so people love it which is great yeah and especially this time of year i think oh, it's, yeah. what is it do you think about halloween that makes people start to want to go on to ghost tours uh well i mean it's halloween yeah so. uh which i guess you could tap into the same kind of inherent in psychology of spooky times and mm-hmm. falls coming and all this, uh, or, you know, just kind of reciprocates off of it. So I, this year, for whatever reason, Halloween started in late August, which mm-hmm. I am totally for. That's right. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, people just started posting stuff and more stuff and spirit Halloween moved in early mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it's just been great. Yeah. I don't want to see Christmas decorations, but boy, you could do Halloween as early as you want to do. There you go. <laughs> because that's a cool, that, I mean, just things, you know, I'm, I'm walking through, what was I walking through Home Depot the other day and they've got the Halloween stuff mm-hmm. up and I'm like, it's scary stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's bad enough when you go into like the, the, the costume shops, when they just, the pop-up costume shops that, that happen and they're already very, very mm-hmm. freaky. But then when you walk into your Home Depot, and start seeing all these <laughs> freaky things. But there's but there's just I, I remember um did you ever watch The Office? Oh yeah. And there's the uh Robert California um who was played by James Spader. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um and he has this whole episode of of why people just want to be scared. Yeah. And this entire monologue of, and I'm like, yeah, we do. I don't know why, but yeah. there's the you know, maybe it's the fight or flight. Oh yeah. Get a whole flood of hormones through your brain. It's yeah. Yeah. You just, you can feel. And so, so even if you're not in a situation where there is something scary, Mm -hmm. the idea of being a little bit scared does kind of get the adrenaline going and it's just, it's amazing. Is that kind of how you, is that kind of get the the feeling you get when people are 
showing up to your ghost tours? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's it's the, the little bit of excitement, the the understanding that you know probably nothing's going to happen. And in fact, if something does happen, like we'll have to call the police and do witnessing. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so probably nothing's going to happen. But you're going to get creeped out by finding out true mm-hmm. stories, yeah. which. We always preface it like, you know, this is all from interviews and newspaper archives. Like I did not make any of this up, which I would not claim to make this stuff up because right. it is crazy. Well, and, and you, you don't need to. That's the beauty of it is that it's it's really what you've what you've experienced as far mm-hmm. as uh, through interviews. And um, it's so much so that uh, it actually freaked out uh, at a visiting basketball team uh, coming <laughs> to the Skirvin once. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Which I mean, just looking through the sports pages, story <laughs> after story after story, like. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Just retell these stories. You know, put them all in one place where uh, people can see. Oh, I didn't hear just hear this one thing, but like here's a whole list of things that happened to NBA players. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And you have you have three tours I know still to come in Oklahoma City, correct? Is that right? Yep. yep. And we'll then be... one in Norman. Uh, what what do you do in Norman? What is your what is your tour in Norman? So in Norman, we start at the train station and talk about some of our uh, buried treasure legends, <laughs> which you wouldn't think of, but uh, we've got some Wild West gold apparently hidden out at the bottom of Lake Thunderbird. Yeah, so it used to be just buried alongside the creek, but now, you know, it's uh, been flooded. And then one of Al Capone's lieutenants retired out to Norman. Uh, he he married a Brindle, really? Mary Brindle, and so they bought the land kitty corner to the Brindle corner and. And there you go. And supposedly buried some of his stash out there before he got busted by the FBI. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who knew? So, uh, and then we go up to the Sooner Theater, walk down uh, Main Street over to the barbershop, uh, mm-hmm. then up to the old post office and talk about its secret passage and uh, tell some Griffin stories while we're on there on Gray, and then circle back to Main Street to talk about some of the haunted restaurants. Oh, that's amazing. And really, I mean, it's all, it's, it's not only is it, is it about ghosts, I mean, it's also really about the history of, of these towns that, that you just can't get anywhere else. I, I just think, I mean, you can obviously open a book, um, but as far as touring those places, it's, I think that's the best deal. Yeah. You really, I mean, you just drive down main street. You don't think about it, but right. when you're walking, you actually stop and look at, you know, the 1910, uh, Carrie lumber company building. And like, this is, you know, this is history right here. Yeah. Speaking of Carrie, did you ever go to, was it Carrie Place? Have you ever oh, heard about yeah. that? Oh, yeah. Carrie Place is uh, a lot of fun. And apparently they give up full-size candy bars on Halloween. So I've heard. Do they really? But apparently like 6,000 people show up and they have to get police to manage traffic and all this. So good luck. But yeah, yeah they... Hey, well, especially now because uh, it used to be an empty... Because uh, that's, that's over by the Plaza District. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, most people don't... you know Because back when I was growing up, we'd heard about Carrie Place. And we went there many times when I was a kid. Uh, well, not as a kid teen older teen um but at that time the plaza district wasn't the plaza district nowadays that's a much more populous area Mm -hmm. so do you have people that just go up there because it's not far to walk from oh yeah for sure and carry place they dive into it they put a scary place signs up and uh like everybody's in costume and they do give out candy i mean there's a reason six thousand people are showing up yeah it's the trick-or-treating place because it's it's scary i mean i i i I don't know if this is true, but I do remember going there one night and this, 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 the, the swings were actually going oh. and you just go, okay, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 I'm out. That's not as far as I can go. Um, and I remember, uh, the, of course the Belle Isle, uh, pumping station. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, when it was there, uh, was, was, was supposed to be very, very haunted. Now mm. I guess they're all hanging out at that Walmart. I don't know. That's actually <laughs> what I've heard. People, uh, several people in the stock rooms really? back there, they're like, yeah, stuff will fall over all the time. Things get rearranged when nobody's here. I can believe like, it. Yeah. I knew the Belle Isle pumping station was haunted. So I'm surprised the ghost didn't just go, you know, just going to hang out at Walmart now. There you go. <laughs> so you, so the tours, tell me when the tours are for Oklahoma City. 
So we've got, uh, on Saturday the 19th, we'll mm-hmm. be out with Ride OKC. And we're going to take kind of an extended route out through the plaza and talk about really? uh, some of the, the theater ghost out there. And uh, then next week, we'll uh, be down Saturday the 26th for an Oklahoma City tour. Uh, Monday, uh, people are always asking for midweek stuff for people, folks who mm-hmm. uh, work on the weekends. So Halloween's perfect time for it. So Monday, we'll be back up in Oklahoma City. Uh, Tuesday, we'll be down in Norman. And then uh, November the 1st, to keep Halloween going, we'll do another Oklahoma City tour and then Saturday and uh, Norman tour. Wow. So so we actually got quite a few. I, I only saw that, I guess I just looked at October. Mm-hmm. But so there's there's still a lot more going on. Oh, for sure. And, you can, yeah. and that's at your Facebook site, right? Yeah. Yeah. Facebook.com uh, slash author Jeff Provine. It's got everything yeah. on the events page. So pretty easy. Yeah, it's, I, I just I'm amazed that that people still want to show up. Do you have return people? Oh uh, yeah, somebody was telling me it was their third time on the tour, and like, well, I mean, I add stories and change things around mm-hmm. uh, over the years, but like, that's a lot. So yeah, glad they're enjoying and, it. And and the, within the beauty of it is it's it it's live. Um, again, it's it's you doing this live, so it's always going to be different. It's mm-hmm. not like you're watching a movie of this where it's always going to be the same thing. You are you are adding to it. You'll you'll you you. There's other things you might have learned uh, in a specific spot just from people you've talked to. So it's got to be pretty amazing. Even if you've done it before, go do them again. Oh, for sure. Yeah. What's the Ebola story? I mean, that's just a few few weeks old. So mm-hmm. you know, who knows what else we'll find out for next year. <laughs> that's amazing. That's amazing. So last uh, time we also talked, uh, it, was last, it was our last episode. We had Tanner Fearborn yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were talking, of course, about the boomers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and about Oki Comics. Uh, what's what's going on with Oki Comics right now? So we're shifting gears. Uh, we have been doing the uh, racks and everything, um, but advertising dollars weren't what we were hoping, so mm-hmm. we're going to try to do crowdfunding and keep uh, the comic going that way. And you, are you going through Kickstarter? Is that what is? Uh, probably you, Indiegogo, actually. Okay, good, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I understand Indiegogo's, uh, what I understand, Kickstarter, you have to make all the, you have to make the goal, otherwise right. you don't get anything. Indiegogo, you actually, whatever you gets put right. in, mm-hmm. you get to keep. So why, why go this route? Uh, one, we need to just, mm-hmm. yeah, to, yeah. to make the, the money click. Um, and then I, the response has been amazing. Just people really love it, which is fantastic. I mean, it, it's us Oklahomans making this stuff, but for whatever reason, the advertising firms, I guess, don't get it. I don't know mm-hmm. what, what, they just don't want to be a part of it. Um, despite pleading and all this stuff. So and unfortunately got to be around choice. for a while. Yeah. Also, I think that, that, yeah. that a lot of times that's what I used to tell about, uh, to, to, uh, any kind of conventions that would, uh, pop up, uh, mm-hmm. Oklahoma's like, Oh, I want to do this convention and they wouldn't stick around for longer than a year. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, that's why you don't tend to have the vendors and the sponsors. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas the ones who've been around for five or six years, and unfortunately it takes that long, yeah. um, to, for, for vendors and sponsors to go, Oh, you're sticking around. Mm-hmm. So I can invest my money. And unfortunately, I think that's what, I think that's what it's got to be for Oki Comics. You guys yeah. have only been around for a year now, right? Uh, three years. No so way. So it got started in uh, December 2017. So well, I guess that's two years. Two years. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's three right. calendar okay. years. See, I was, I would, <laughs> Tanner and I had an argument last week about this. <laughs> I said, he's, I said it was about two years. He goes, no, it's been a year. I'm like. Well, he's been in it for a year. So yeah. Well, but still, I'm like, wait, still, it's like, I could have, yeah, anyway, but yes. So two years and, and still you're, uh, you just put out issue six. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then you're still going strong online. Oh yeah. Um, and w- what's it like when you're, when you're producing these, when you're putting these out, when you see them out at GameStops? Yeah. Uh, Game always, Shops. always blown away. Right. Yeah, yeah. Cause this is something that we've created. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is well, which, you know, I mean, there's a lot of great art being produced everywhere, but like, this is us, you know, you can go 
see these guys. Yeah. Uh, so on top of that, like the stories are set here in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. which you were talking about last time. Every time you drive down I-40 and see the, uh, see the Skydance Bridge, yeah. like I j- drove by there uh, yesterday and was like, that is totally a robot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like or it's or it's an antenna that fell over and and they just kind of made it into a bridge. There you go. Um, and yeah, I I just I, but I love that. Well, actually, uh, the I was talking to Tanner about the the issue where spirit mm-hmm. shows up, and I I mean my jaw dropped reading about spirit because I thought that's a great superhero. Mm-hmm. Um, of course he was like, yeah, she's, she's kind of OP, but you know, who cares? <laughs> yeah. So it's Captain Marvel. I yeah. still love her. Right. I mean, which, you know, it is kind of a cool power to drain to get your energy from the, just the overall spirit of the, the land and yeah. the people and, uh, Oklahomans like Oklahoma. So mm-hmm. we are a very energetic folk. We are. We're very proud of Oklahoma, which is, uh, it's just, I, you know, for me, it was always been the, it's always been the people, uh, which is one of the reasons why I was always proud of Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the people that are here, um, regardless, even sometimes when it, uh, political uh, issues are going and the, the, the partisanship, they're still some of the nicest people that I've ever met. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can have your OU, OSU, you know, there's still nice people that get along, mm-hmm. um, even though we call it, you know, we hate OU or hate OSU and we hate, you know, um, it, when you get on a people by people basis, we're very, very friendly. In fact, voted the most friendly uh, wow. people by Canada by can and they know o- friendly o- Oklahoma yeah. said Oklahoma is the most friendly state in the union. There you go. Well, that's awfully nice of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, if anyone knows about niceness, it's Canadian. That's right. Um, so, so, yeah. so what have we got? So have are, are we got an issue? So you're, you're doing an Indiegogo for issue seven, which like you said, it's about the people. And mm-hmm. I, I think this hopefully will be a better route to, to get that, uh, attention that we need financially. Sure. Mm-hmm. Because uh, people are willing, able, able to put in whatever they, they yeah, want. Yeah, just a bit. Mm-hmm. And, and just to show their respect and love for the, the, the media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Absolutely. so how's that been going? Uh, we're gearing up. So our strategy is we're going to try to do more themed anthologies instead mm-hmm. of just kind of something of everything potpourri. We're going to uh, put together notes for a uh, ghost stories issue. Mm-hmm. So no shortage of those, which we might branch out and do cryptids and so forth, which we could do a whole nother cryptid issue. Maybe oh my we'll gosh. Yeah. Uh, and again, yeah, okay. Bigfoot and, and, and I mean, there's, there's yeah. uh there's, oh, what's the other one? There's a, there's another, there's like a alligator type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, down in the South. Yeah. Um, and there's the wolf man with Latin. And, oh God. Yeah. yeah. I've forgotten about that one. So, which, uh, Police said we got the guy and we got the mask and everything. And all the people who saw it said, no, that's not what it looked like. And then, the, then it stopped appearing in the newspapers. So believe what you want on that, conspiracy theorists. Uh, I mean, we got Thunderbirds. We got all kinds of fun mm-hmm. stories. So we'll, we'll add that to it. Okay, we'll do a ghost stories one and a cryptid <laughs> one. Uh, so we're building yeah. this as we go. Uh, and we want to do uh, explorers, talk about the dragoons that march mm-hmm. through and Washington Irving, uh, as well as astronauts coming from Oklahoma. We, do, do we still have, at least I remember, we used to have the most, uh, was it the most astronauts per capita than any other state? Quite possibly. It was something yeah. like Ohio that. Ohio has a ton as well. Yeah. So, but somebody, Ohio also has like four, four to five times more people than Oklahoma. <laughs> I mean, so they, they, you know, that, and like all the presidents for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know all presidents come from Ohio, Ohio, because huh. you have to win <laughs> Ohio to win the election. There that's, you go. That's what everyone says. Okay. But Oklahoma, I know we've had, um, and of course, uh, go to the, the Tom Stafford uh, Museum over there in mm-hmm, Weatherford mm-hmm. and, and yeah. uh, very, very proud of our. 
uh, astronaut heritage. I think it's it's probably the the, the that Western frontier attitude. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, really, when people came to Oklahoma, there were very few trees, and it was incredibly flat. Yeah. And so someone go, hey, this looks like a great place to stop and stake a claim. Right. Um, but they did. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's that, that kind of attitude. And also kind of, you know, since because we've got tornadoes, we've got ice storms, we've got whatever else comes up, you know, we're always out there to help our neighbors. We're never, mm-hmm. we're never feeling like, well, I've got to do better than them because, you know, for whatever reason. It's always been a, hey, we need, all need to help each other out and work together. And so I think, which is, of course, leads to the Indiegogo thing. Oh, that's, yeah. That's mm-hmm. why I think people are, I think people are going to be excited about that. When do you think you might start? Uh, we're looking at spring. Okay, great. So, uh, and all we, and still making notes for other things. We want to do an Outlaws and Lawmen one. We mm-hmm. want to do Inventors. Yeah. So no shortage of Oklahoma stories. Sure. Yeah. Uh, which is amazing because we are actually very young, mm-hmm. uh, especially when you look at other states. Uh, there's only, what, four other states Yes, yep. four other states that, that, that are younger than us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but we've also got a history uh, going back with the Native Americans, you mm-hmm. know. Thousands of years. All yeah. The, yeah, and then, then, of course, you know, our Trail of Tears. You've got, mm-hmm. you know, some very tragic stories as well. Um, so there's plenty of stuff to tell about it. Here. Oh, yeah. You know, so, so what is, are the, are the boomers still going to be a part of the future? Always. Yeah. That's been a great brainstorming teaming up, which I I was listening to the episode when I was uh, driving up to go to Enid to his tombstone tales and hear some other stories about Oklahoma. Uh, And just the whole thing was like, yeah, that's right. (laughs) uh, Good to see it from his perspective since it was my perspective pretty much too. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, because I've I've talked to you about the boomers and it's always nice to hear from the artist's (laughs) point of view because uh, you know, um, when you when you talk about a lot of people said when you look at Stanley's the writing of uh, the old uh, 1960s stuff, it certainly is is interesting. But then if you take away the board balloons and put just Jack Kirby's work up there, mm-hmm. it's almost a different story. Right, is what people say, and it's like that's just amazing. And so it's it's neat to talk to an artist as well as the author mm-hmm. about these 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 creations that become that then get blended into these amazing stories. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which, uh, cooperating on them has definitely done better than either of us could do individually. Mm-hmm. So just keeping hitting ideas back and forth and you know, what if we do this and how do we do this? So very excited for the, uh, twister story coming up, uh, with cyclone and middle brick town. Yes. Yeah. So I, I think that's going to be our best one yet coming up here in November. Great. And that's going to be on online. Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. good. Uh, and where can people go online to find those? Uh, okiecomics.com. There you Easy go. as that. And w- so, uh, oh, darn, I had some of this from where I was going with that. Um, <laughs> don't know. Uh, but so, so you've got the, the, the you can still see the, the, the comics online. Can, if someone feels like they're an artist or a writer, can they get in touch with you and, and maybe submit some work? Absolutely. Yeah. We're, we're working on several different stories right now, uh, keeping up uh, the online. We're trying to do something monthly and so mm-hmm. far we've hit it pretty well. Uh, and we've got just more and more stories coming up and uh, some of those will get put into the later print versions and uh, someday, yeah, like Tanner was talking about, looking forward to an entire arc of uh, Boomer stories in its own book. They can have a graphic yeah. novel right there. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's what I was wondering. So you're doing it still online. How has the reception been online? Uh, it is a little bit quieter, uh, mm-hmm. which I, there's just something about having that tangible comics in your hand. Right. Uh, the publishing industry has been talking about that for decades and nobody knows exactly what it is, but we all know that it's there. Yeah. Yeah. There's just something to it. So, uh, 
It's the tactile yeah. feel yeah. Of, a, of a comic it's a book. And there's, there's nothing, and it's almost a smell of a, of a comic book mm-hmm. uh, that obviously you're not going to get from a digital. Um, it's that feeling of having it in your hands. Yeah. Um, that is amazing. And, and so, yeah, I'm looking forward to, to, to possibly. So mm-hmm. we go, we do the Indiegogo in spring. Do we think we know when, when another issue might come out? Uh, ideally, it would be for uh, Free Comic Book Day in May. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Okay, good. Good. And then you could find them uh, still, you're still, you're still almost every library, correct? Uh, comic and, shops for sure. And comic yeah. shops. And, uh, and I still see it at Edmund Unplugged and mm-hmm. other game shops. So um, I, I know, you know, that they're out there. And so we just need people to, to pick them up. And how can they, outside of Indiegogo, is there another way they can show their support? Or in Elky Comics? Uh, we do have our PayPal. So any donations will go directly back into making comics. There we go. And spread the word. For um, sure. Also, I yeah. think that that's, I, it, because that's the easiest thing to do is to, uh, you can shoot them out on Facebook mm-hmm. and, and Twitter and let people know that, that they exist. Yeah. Uh, the more people know that, the, the better. Again, that's where you're going to be able to go to your advertiser and go, look, there are people who care about this. Yeah. So uh, we need to keep it going. And, and, and to say, look, it's a free uh, right. it's a free thing. So we need to, the advertising is the only way we can actually do that. Um, which is of course, I mean, anytime you're trying to put out anything for free, it's, it's hard to go, well, see, now we need money. Right. <laughs> I, of course do here at, you know, KOSU all the time. There okay. We've do. given it to you for free. Right. Now we need your money. <laughs> it doesn't work yeah. usually that way, but. But like you said, Oklahomans, we like to help. So, mm-hmm. uh, once we get that call going out, I think we're going to, we're going to do pretty well. That's great. Um, so uh, just back to the tours, uh, you, you've got a few more coming up. Um, and have you thought about doing any kind of tours outside? Because you're going to do a statewide book. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Have you thought about doing any tours outside of Oklahoma, of central Oklahoma? Um, well, my mom keeps telling me I need to do an Enid tour, so, mm-hmm. uh, which we totally could. Um, Oh, Guthrie. Yeah. What about Guthrie? Well, Guthrie actually has the Guthrie Ghost Walk. Okay, they do. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, they've been doing that for years. Uh, and the Tulsa Spirit Tours, I mean, they've been doing that for mm-hmm. almost 20 years now. Uh, which, as so really you're trying, uh, trying to step on anyone's toes, basically. Right. Which, um, I mean, uh, there's room for everybody. So yeah. I'm, I'm sure of that. Uh, but everybody, I mean, there's just been so much more interest in ghost tours and things as, as things continue to develop, which, uh, I mean, Shawnee's done its boo on Bell for so long and now they're doing mm-hmm. their tour. Uh, Edmund's got its tour. It does every October. Um, uh, Tanya started up Fort Reno or El Reno because Fort Reno's always had its tour for years. Uh, I, yeah. So I'm sure there's many, many more tours that could be done. Um, and I don't necessarily have to be the one to do them. People Mm -hmm. just step up. Uh, If you need any help scripting the tours, I've done that before. Yeah. Just give you the tour, the stories and get yourself a good performer. Um, excuse me. That's my phone. (laughs) Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, and I hope I'm not spoiling anything for anybody, but uh, talk to people who are interested in starting up a tour just for Stockyard City. And like, yeah, there's there's tons and tons of potential out there. And uh, In fact, I think we could do another kind of North Oklahoma City tour and go around up, um, in fact, just Fairlawn Cemetery itself, do a cemetery tour, not necessarily ghosts. Fairlawn Fair Cemetery, where's that? So up uh, north side on, uh, what is that, about 25th on Western? Uh, the big, big cemetery. Oh, next yeah. Year. First Methodist, is that right? Uh, which everybody's buried up there. Uh, our blind senator from the 20s is up there. Um, uh, Sylvan Goldman, the guy who invented the shopping carts up there. Like, Oh, yeah, wow. Just, just walk around and see these graved is that the one? Is that, that's the one between Western and Chartel? That sounds right, the, yeah. The, the, where you, yeah, you yeah, head yeah. up Chartel, you have to kind of move out of the way. Because it's huge. And there's this massive yeah. cemetery just standing right there. Yeah. So, 
Maybe we'll do that next year. Just oh, get together and that would be walk around and cool. Yeah, of course. I, my, my wife absolutely loves. She adores cemeteries. Oh yeah, and she just and I, which of course the first time she said that, and I, I think we'd been dating for a, a couple of months, and I was like, really? You're so cool. <laughs> like anytime we can go in a cemetery, I'm all for it. It's like because that's just again there is there's something kind of freaky about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but also just amazing when you look at the tombstones that go back to some before even statehood. Yeah. Like, How? Wow. Yeah. This person, and then of course, the, the graded one is to go to the really old ones where they like even died maybe before statehood. So their birth is like 1812. Yeah. It's like, ah, this person died just a few, or was born just a few years after the United States was. Yeah. You know, it's, you just look at the history of these things. Tombstones are amazing. Mm-hmm. So, so let's do that. I yeah. don't know who's in charge of that, but we'll just go ahead Definitely and get that do done. a tour of that one. That's <laughs> right. Fantastic. So how can people find out more about these tours? Uh, jeffprovine.com has links to everything. So, and then Facebook's probably been about the best way since they've been very kind of event oriented in their algorithms these days. Yeah. So, and more information, just drop me a message or an email. I'm happy to fill in some gaps. Let me know anything you can. People sometimes ask, can I bring my dog? And like, well, we're outside in sidewalks. So as long as leash laws are obeyed and they don't have problems with crowds. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And it's a great way to just get a little exercise. And and right Mm -hmm. now the the evenings are still fairly warm. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, Just bring a jacket. You'll be fine. Um, Which uh, we're planning on getting tours started back up in March too. So with some new stories, hopefully. That's awesome. Chasing down a couple of leads. Awesome. And, and people can find out more information about Oki Comics at okiecomics.com. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you, you still, uh, are you doing any writing right now? Are you I am. I, I just finished up a mystery with a dog detective solving the, a missing circus acrobat. What's so, the name of that? Uh, it's called Rough and Tumble, uh, which is the series because mm-hmm. it's a uh, police detective rough dog. And uh, his sidekick is Tumble, a Himalayan who's a sassy cat with moves as quick as her feet. So that's awesome. <laughs> Where can people find that? Uh, it is currently in manuscript form. If anybody mm-hmm. wants to be a beta reader, um, oh, give me a yeah. call. Uh, it's we're targeting kind of fifth grade, sixth grade mm-hmm. readers, um, but curious to hear what other th- ages would think too. And um, once we get a good manuscript polished up, we'll send it off to agents and see what they think. Oh, that's fantastic! So it's just I mean, you've got so much going on. That's fantastic. Yeah, never bored. I mean, <laughs> as long as you keep busy, then that's a good thing. I guess so. I've never <laughs> not been busy. So actually, no, back in August, I, I was feeling kind of weird. I like, I, I, I had this weird sensation that something just wasn't quite right. And, and after a while I figured out that I was bored because I, I had finished up my summer classes and everything mm. was just on hold until fall. In, in between summer and fall yeah. classes. So, so I went and played some video games. <laughs> you gotta give you time to yourself, you know? Yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Jeff, thank you so very much for stopping by. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Everyone check that out at okiecomics.com and then Jeff Provine on Facebook and jeffprovine.com. You got it. Thank you very much. So that's going to do it for our show. You can find us on our brand new home with our podcast friends at mostlyharmless.media. Also on Twitter and Facebook at Podcast. It's also the address for our Gmail account. Would love to hear from you. You can find me on Twitter at KOSU. Michael C. Jeff, where can people find you on Twitter? At Jeff Provine. So simple. Jeff Mm -hmm. Provine. Uh, If you or someone you know have an event coming up, please let us know so we can talk about it on our show. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts. Be sure and subscribe, rate us, and leave a comment. Until next time, along with Jeff Provine, I'm Michael Cross, reminding you to keep calm and geek on. (laughs) 